The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. What's up and welcome in to In This League on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Bogman, it's Welsh, and it is freaking November, Bogman. Are you doing no shave November, the Welsh? Oh, I wish. (laughs) You know how, do you understand how much of my fighting with my wife revolves around facial hair? Are you serious? More than it should, more than it should. You know, like, um, you know how you'll have like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to say you don't, you're not in relationships, you've had relationships, but like marriage, marriage is like this other realm. But, um, we've heard stories where, you know, people, you have like a girlfriend who'll like just be brutally honest with a boyfriend, like, you're fat or, you know, you're this or that. Yeah. My wife's good about a lot of stuff, or at least she'll mask a lot of the fatness and the other things. <laughs> but like, she will just a lot straight of the up, health instead of fat. Yeah, I just want you to be right? healthy. Like, just worried about you, you yeah, being yeah. healthy. Right? Just want you to live for the kids, like not a bunch of that nonsense. Um, <laughs> but, nonsense. but she'll straight up be like, "You look gross with a beard," and I'm like, oh, "Thanks, come on." Yeah, she'll just be like, Jeez. "She's like, it's not a good look." You know, she, and and she'll just like dig in. There's things I can't say on here. Words she'll use um, that I can't say on the radio <laughs> to like start to describe. But like, it's a little blotchy. I don't grow a great facial hair, and then she complains about how it feels. So to be honest with you, I'd love to. Maybe I should use it as as like a. You do know that I'm doing a good. I'm doing this for a cause. What causes right. are you? Um, are you fighting for? <laughs> yeah, that's true, but I guilty. always think that I always think that those causes, like they're not actually causes. It's just me, 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 me. Like, hey, look, Most. no shave November. I didn't shave. Like, they don't do anything. They don't contribute to anything. Yeah, but but like, hey, it's a good point. How about like right here on the network, like DKMS? Like, you're contributing to something directly. You know, yes, like you are helping. That's actually blood doing cancer. something. Yeah, not like, right. hey, I'm going to have a mustache so I can walk <laughs> around and everyone will know. Like, n- I don't look at anyone with a mustache and I'm like, oh, you, you're putting awareness to prostate cancer. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I'm like, you look stupid, and that should keep you far away from children. <laughs> it's like if you have a mustache you're automatically put on a list is that what you're trying to say something like that there's good mustaches like every time i'll like have a like whatever my version of a beard is and then you know i get in a huge blowout fight and i need to shave it and then i'll start to shave and i'll be like i think i might as i'm shaving i'm like i bet i could pull off a mustache and then i do, then i shave it down to the mustache and i'm like 
Nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, nope. I've done that before, too, where you shave off everything like you kill everything first and then you go just mustache. And you're like, nope, look like I own an ice cream. Isn't truck. that the best Can't bit, this. too, when you have the beard and you're just like, as I shave, I'm going to shave down to see what I would look like as Triple H with my handlebar mustache. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's always a fun experiment. It's, uh, you know, kind of like uh, if I know you've done this before. Have you ever shaved your head and they just give you the mohawk? Oh, that, that, that's I love doing that. I do that all or the time. Or when they just start in the middle. They just start in the middle. My current like iteration crack. Uh, my current iteration of my stupid hair was actually me shaving all the sides down and then leaving the top kind of long and I was like, "Oh, I, I call it the the old man Jimmy Neutron." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Postmodern <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. Um <laughs> what would be the other one? It would be like midlife crisis Jimmy Neutron type of thing. And I was like, oh, look, my hair's not as thinning with this. So now I go with this until, you know, I don't know. I saw a picture. I was laughing so hard. I saw this picture of uh, Vanilla Ice from like the you know late 80s. And people were like, oh, this. And someone made a comment about his hair. And I was like, that's like the haircut I have. <laughs> like, it's just shaved <laughs> on the sides and it's kind of swooped up. Yeah, but up you top. don't have the, the three slits in your eyebrow too, True. right? Didn't that, he have that stuff going that's on? That's a good point. Not yet. Not yet have I done that. Uh, welcome in. It's In This League where we'll talk about baseball, football, basketball. We'll talk about movies. We'll talk about anything in life. So if you're not prepared to go off the rails, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's the way of the world. <laughs> We're going to go off the rails on certain things. Like, how about this? Last week to open the show, and if you missed any of it, highly suggest you go back and listen on demand. You can do that over on Spotify, iTunes, anything. You can listen to the three-hour podcast. We are three hours every week right here on the weekends on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And I went on what some described as like an epic just rant about technology. Um, we had some you know, some listeners in our In This League universe. We're not just on the radio. We are a, a long-standing podcast that does a lot of different sports and many podcasts. And multiple people had comments about my rant and lots of memes and stuff like that. But this was the culmination of it. And I, and I truly felt like I really went like into another spectrum. So as some know, <laughs> on Sundays, I do um, the football updates. So Football Sunday, Fantasy Sports Network has kind of got like all day coverage. And there's a bunch of different hosts. Our guy, Pavona, who has ghosted us, wants nothing to do with us. Our former producer wants Nothing to do. With I, got us, email, you know? uh, I got an email. I got an email from didn't... him today from that thing that we're working on. It oh, was yeah? like a Chris Bavona has requested to edit this. And I'm like, OK, that's I guess that's what I hear from Chris now. All so. I've seen. All I've seen. from You know what? I had one interaction with Bavona on. Uh, Maybe it's because sometimes you call him Pavona instead of Bavona. Bavona. I said Bavona. I'm bad with some names. Uh, but Chris, <laughs> I'm fine with. We we interacted probably to his dismay. We had like a three minute uh, over you know, over thing on the radio stuff where I was finishing my update and he was there and he's like, oh, well, I miss you. And I'm like, ha, 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 sure. And haven't heard a word, not a uh-huh. word from our former producer. But he's not the point here. Let's not go on another rant. So on Sundays, I, with Corey and um, with Gabe, I come on, I do the updates every 30 minutes and whatever. And on Sunday, last Sunday, I dial in. I think it was my first one, and the producer over there, not to blow up anybody's spot or anything, but because uh, he'll probably be listening and he'll laugh, but I don't, I don't want to blow up people's spot like just for whatever reason. But Yeah, just I, say his name. I know. I, I think it was Angle. Oh. And I, I, di- I dial in, and I go, I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm ready. He's like, okay, cool. He's like, hey, uh, listening to the show uh, and just 
wanted to make sure you're okay. Just want to make sure you're good. I heard that rant about technology. That sure sucks. And I'm like, he's like, I just wanted to make sure you were good. And I was like, oh. And I was like, you know, the thing. Did line. you like forget that you ran it because you ran so much? No. Well, no, I still had the anger and stuff, <laughs> but like a lot of the vitriol was out and my brain wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like I, I was just like, I got to do this update. And um, the <laughs> anger wasn't in like, like thriving. It wasn't p- pulsating anger. And I was just like, oh, and I was actually kind of like, oh, you listened. That's cool. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, I must have really gone off, huh? Because I've never heard a thing about our show, like ever. <laughs> when I did, like, like, Nobody talks about our show on the network whatsoever outside of some fun promos they'll do. And I was like, ah, I guess I, I guess I just got to get really angry about technology. Be old man on my lawn yelling at kids. <laughs> how about, uh, do you want another thing to go off on? I can set you off. You uh, want me to gaslight you? You know how to. <laughs> uh, Le'Veon Bell staying with the Steelers. How do you like that one? It's the worst. It's just the worst piece of news. And I haven't, um, I mean, we're, we're all right. You, Bogman and I are very open about the whole right and wrong stuff. Like, there's lots of people out there that love to mask anything they ever do wrong. And here's how you'll tell, by the way. Because uh, we have worked with some people like this and, and not going to name names or anything like that. We'll, we'll do it off air. How about we'll, one name? No, one we'll, name? we'll name them off no? air. But um, oh, okay. he, here's the tall tale sign of somebody that, and, and what people love to do, by the way, maybe like what I'm doing, is they love to be like, oh, I'm willing to accept that I'm wrong. But what people that aren't okay with being wrong, what they do. People from the future come around and take our jobs. That's what you sound like right now. No, what they do. These people is they deflect. So they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll get something right, but let me tell you about what I got right or wrong. I'll get some stuff wrong, but let me tell you about what I got right. So what they do is they try to throw out one little instance of like, oh, yeah, I can get stuff wrong, but then they immediately deflect to the 12 things I got right, so then they get to hold both cards. Bogman <laughs> and I will really marinate in the wrongness of stuff because nobody knows everything. And at the end of the day, especially when you're a personality on air, you kind of end up getting into a place of like, we can't just sit in the middle of everything. Like even though our feelings might get in the middle, you have to just kind of lock into something. You got to take a side. Yeah. Anytime. Trust me. Anytime I try to give a down the middle answer, the Welsh is there going like, yeah, those are the choices, (laughs) good or bad, Bogman. Why don't you go ahead and tell us which one you like? Thank you for telling us what we know is out there, which one do you want? But I I attached my horse to the Lev Bell is going to right the ship type of thing. Like, you know, uh, he'll be back in week four. You know, uh, he'll be back by week six. Oh, trade deadlines. He'll be back by week eight. He's going to get traded. He's not going to hold every step of the way. I've been wrong on Lev Bell. It's so unbelievable. When is he going to be coming back? Hopefully never. <laughs> Hopefully never. I hope he does a Des Bryant. I got all the contracts. He's Bryant's like Trump. He's like, I got all the contracts, all the all the offers in the world. Anyway, that's what I want to play. I can play. That's Des Bryant. And guess what? He's not going to do play at all. He's not playing anywhere. <laughs> the only thing he might do is sign a week thirteen to a playoff team and play a couple playoff games, if at best. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I hope Lev Bell never comes back. I'm so done with it. I was so wrong. Anybody that traded him, you know, Pizapia. Uh, we had this whole thing over on uh, the Fantasy Black Book show that we do about that trade that he was that he did in a league with Adam Azer over at CBS, and it was like 
he got Will Fuller. Ooh, that's a piece of P. I did get Will Fuller and Mark Ingram. And he traded Lev Bell and like, I think it was Nelson Aguilar. Is that right? Uh, it wasn't Aguilar. I, I like thought it you Nelson said Aguilar. it was. I thought it was Bell for Fuller and uh, and Ingram. No, he, he gave deal? up something too. I think he gave up Aguilar. Let's just go with that. Uh, okay, okay, sure. Yeah, it was something along those lines. And across the board, the trade has like not. It's been stupid across the board. I mean, Aguilar is now value is down, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, Will Fuller's out for the season, but he got something. Like Lev Bell is never coming back. He. He had an opportunity to come back. He squabbled with the Steelers about the exemption list. He didn't get traded. Uh, not I don't know how much of an option it was, but he never showed up for even the possibility to get traded. There's no way he comes back until week 12 now at the very last minute. But there were some speculating that the guy wouldn't even come back. Nothing has made me more mad than Le'Veon Bell this season. And uh, not that it, I guess, means anything to anybody else. Like, there's plenty of people that got burned. But I was just wrong every step of the way, and it could not be more. It's the most frustrating thing, I think, about this season. Not the, you know, oh, i got to draft three straight running backs and the third round of running backs were garbage. None of that. It's it's Lev Bell. Hands down, Lev Bell. So... Uh, I, I guess and you're a Steeler fan. Why am I the one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a Steelers fan. So, I, I mean, look, I, and I've said many, many times, I, I don't care about Le'Veon Bell coming back. Like if he's going to come back, fine. If he's not going to come back, OK. And I know that's the down the middle answer that there is that the Welsh hates. But uh, I would rather just have James Conner. Like I wanted them to trade him. Agreed. They didn't. So there's not much I can say about it now. Like and if, now he he's comes back, if he comes back, he's going to ruin James Conner. Yes. Like you for have fantasy, said. he's going to ruin James Conner. But you know how I am. Like, I don't care your stupid f- team in the real fantasy life. is fine. But I, I you know. The the Steelers win is all I is all I care about. So you know, uh, do you think he's a cancer I, in the locker room though? How how's the team? Is I think cancer is a strong word. Like I think a lot of yeah, the c word. Yeah, it is the c word. Really, um, <laughs> man, it, it's hard for me. I haven't really formulated an opinion on this because I just got over the fact that he didn't get traded, and I was kind of like I was pissed about that. I want him to go away. Yeah. Like I, I, to be honest, me too. I would be okay if the Steelers released him. Oh God, wouldn't that be great? It would be great. It, it would be great, great for uh, for fantasy everywhere. I wish we could have got something back for him. I, but, wish you, um, I hope he doesn't show up, and then the Steelers just get his rights again. Like that would be the best case scenario. Like <laughs> like he thinks he's going to win. Like no, you have a, you have a clock on you, Lev Bell. There is a clock attached to you, and it's your age. And it is. I think super the last date he can show up is the twelfth. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like I thought it was week twelve. Or no, it's maybe it's I thought it was week, week 10. ten. Yeah, I know you're right. It's after. It's like right after week ten. So it's, I think you said November twelfth. Right. And he'll so, show up. He'll show up. He's not going to yeah, lose that Yeah, yeah. He'll show up that day so he can get his, so he can become a true free Pull agent a James Harrison. He's, I, I swear to God, he's going to pull a James Harrison. Where James is like, why don't you just show up and then act like you're injured. Right. Yeah. And to be honest, like I said this before, I think the Steelers work him in slowly if he does come back and play for the Steelers. So like week one uh, that he's back, uh, maybe he gets, you know, a handful of snaps. Week two, now it's closer to 50-50. And then that just might be the best it is for him is 50-50. So if you drafted Le'Veon, not just not a very good situation. Did you see the Welsh? Did you see the Rob Riggle uh, saved by the bell stuff? No. 
So he made this whole like Le'Veon's coming back because he had said he was going to come back this week. Mm -hmm. So he made a Saved by the the Le'Veon Bell song from the Saved by the Bell show like theme song. Okay. And then at the end, uh, you know, Strahan was playing the it was like the Strahan puppet playing the the drums. He's like, you know, Le'Veon said he's not coming back until next week, right? <laughs> it was pretty, like they did this whole thing and then it was useless because Le'Veon didn't I feel like back. it's every I show we've done for the last funny. five weeks like essentially it's every show like <laughs> like I've defended I'm like ah right, guys you're crazy Le Bell's gonna come back we can't sell him for whatever on the dollar like there's nobody that's been more frustrating sure you drafted David Johnson at one two three or four and he's underperformed <laughs> I don't have to tell you he's been there sure Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook are majorly frustrating. Nothing, I mean, outside of Lev Bell, those two are near the top of the list of frustrating, but this didn't have to be this way. So, Lev Bell chose it to be this way. He'll coax it up and, and defenders of it will be like, well, he's got to get his money. The Steelers made it this way. You know what, man? He signed a contract. He had a contract. He's not living up to the contract and he's screwing his team. And then, of course, fantasy owners get pissed off. Who cares about us? Todd Gurley. But we still exist out there. Let me ask you this. Do you, are you more convinced about handcuffs because of these high running backs uh, having problems this year? Le'Veon holding out, Leonard Fournette being hurt, uh, Dalvin Cook being hurt. Are, does this convince you more to take handcuffs? Maybe not of every running back, but of your very high investment. Well, guess backs, what? Your first running backs. We'll answer that when we come back. So don't go anywhere. Right. It's in this league. Bogman of the Welsh. We're going to talk about handcuffs, Halloween, football, and a bunch more. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome in this league. I love you. Ready to party. Welcome back, fellers. It is and uh, fellerettes. Is that right? I don't. I don't want to discriminate. Fellers, fellerettes. Is that whoa? Would that work? What would be? I don't the, know. Can what, they use the same bathroom? What, <laughs> fellers and fellerettes. Is what, that all right? What would be the like? Female term, if I said fellas and lady, just ladies? I don't think there is one. Ladies. Fellerets. I think fellerets is good. Okay. Is that that's, condescending? I feel like the Welsh and fellerets. Is that too condescending? That's, that's fellerets? I don't, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so I have no idea if it's uh, condescending or not. I What language is this? <laughs> you don't even know. All right. Uh, hi, people. We're back. It's in this league. It's Bogman and the Welsh. Uh, hi, uh, individual. Hello, fellow earthlings. How are you? <laughs> Hello, sentient beings. We are glad to be here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Go find all of our fun stuff over, uh, whether you're a fella or fellerette or fella, uh, at inthisleague.com, all of our podcasts, the In This League Podcast Network. 
and patreon.com slash ITL army. We would love to have you. When we uh, last left you in the last segment before we went to break, Bogman, you posed an interesting question of saying, you know, with what we've dealt with this year, has the handcuff become more important? Because I remember in the preseason a big old conversation about handcuffs and how theoretically worthless they had become. And and I think this had to do with the um, the shares situation, because in the past it was one back with occasional handcuffs. And that's where people ended up, you know, getting some amazing value on a player because it was one guy getting the main load here. But now what's happening is two thirds of players or two thirds of teams are running shared situations. So you're right. already out there taking the occasional workhorse that you can possibly get. But then what you're doing is you're drafting you're drafting out of shared situations. So when you look at your backfield, it's hard to justify taking a guy that is providing no production who's just a handcuff because well, you're like, well, I'm saying this was the thought process before. No, 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 no. I, and I'm going to make a point. Like the uh, if you if you took Todd Gurley, you know, you took Todd Gurley first overall, and you said, you know what, I want Malcolm Brown just in case he gets hurt, he blows out his knee, he breaks his arm, whatever it is. You've held on to Malcolm Brown for nothing, for nothing. so far. He's done absolutely nothing for you. So, yeah, that is – and that's the risk that you take when you handcuff. You know what I mean? If you took Dalvin Cook and then you took Latavius Murray, then, and, you know, there are some backs that hold value anyway. You know what I mean? TJ Yeldon was going to catch some passes. Latavius Murray was going to get some run You're talking anyway of like the more, the more pure – uh, handcuff because like you can't yes, go look at yeah. like you know Duke Johnson, Nick Chubb, and Carlos Hyde. That was an appropriate situation. They all right, have- right. Well, like Le'Veon Bell. You know uh, what did uh, James Conner get last year? Ten carries, fifteen carries. He got next to nothing. Well, you last know season. his value only started to really jump when uh, towards late when the Lev Bell concerns were actually real because for for a long time it felt like like yeah these are some threats but you know. It'll be good. Things are fine. Remember, there was a report early on. I remember that, like, the Steelers were close. And then as the concerns started to mount, people were like, yeah, yeah probably take James Conner. But there wasn't an excitement. I would say that people were more excited about Spencer Ware than they were James Conner early in the preseason. Yes, because 100%. He, he represented, like, the top, you know, if Kareem Hunt is not there and Spencer Ware is there, he's going to be a huge value. So, like I said, in the past, this was something that was real, but it's moved away so much because you've maybe got two running backs on your roster that are quote-unquote workhorse-ish, and then you've probably got three or four more that are in shares that kind of quantify as a work, as a as could be a workhorse or as a handcuff, but they're getting value right now. So guys like Spencer Ware, guys like Chase Edmonds, you know, that was one this year. The people kind of only, they went and ran to just a few of these players that weren't already getting a share if the back was out. And I think you bring up a really good question now that is this process going to change? And the only way I think it's going to, and I could be wrong, Boggs, is like we're going to look at anyone that has had an injury issue or contractual issues. And I think it's it's there's a point of reality. Like, like I don't know how to like, are you going to take? Well, it's just I think I'm going to hold firm to my I'm not taking handcuff stuff because there's so many that just flat out don't work out like we mentioned like dude 
people thought that CJ Anderson was going to be something yeah. regardless of Christian McCaffrey. And that's just not the case. Right, I remember it's the Chase Edmonds happening. stuff too, that like Chase Edmonds yes. was like a must draft in the preseason because and of even David with Johnson. David Johnson sucking Chase Edmonds has done nothing, nothing, nothing. Absolutely not nothing. a thing. I guess it's, um, maybe this, and changes. he never once paid for drugs. Not, not once, once. Dewey. Um, what I would say though, is, Players that came into this season that weren't in shares, I think, are going to change. I think the I think the quote workhorse has now dwindled. Of how many workhorses we came into 2018, I don't know if we're going to walk into 2019 with as many because I don't think Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook are going to justifiably be able to be the quote workhorse. I'm not saying they're going to be in even shares by any means, but they're going to be spelled. Where guys like Todd Gurley, they're not spelled out. You know what I mean? Like they are the predominant guy. The Steelers like to have a predominant guy. I think we're just going to have a few. I mean, Leonard Fournette legitly could have put himself into a timeshare situation moving forward. I don't know if Dalvin Cook has, but I, even though I speculated that he he was this season in some capacity, I think Leonard Fournette has injured himself into a version of a timeshare where he's not exactly the predominant back anymore. I think that he has to get fewer carries just because of his injury history. I don't know that he's worked himself into a timeshare yet just because this is a different injury than what he had last year. If it was the same thing, uh, if it was the ankle again, then I would be absolutely with you. Like You, you can't give him 20 carries again because this ankle is just going to flare up again. Last year was an ankle. This year it's a hamstring. He's definitely injury prone, so he has to give up. He can't be a 30-carry guy again. Yeah. He just can't happen anymore it's just him. not fun but speculating i think he can be a guy that you feed the ball at the end of the game still but yeah. he's not a guy that you can give the ball 35 times so you can't be todd Gurley. and, and i say, agree with you go like, ahead kid i'm just not gonna like the like expensive wear is not gonna be of my interest like those aren't guys right. that are gonna be of my interest like i'm more interested to be honest with you probably in situations like what the colts were this year where it was like is Marlon Mack going to be solid? There's take some interesting a chance rookies. On somebody. Yeah, I'd rather take some yeah. chances than bet on a player like, okay, if this guy gets hurt, this is how it's going to pay off. And like, some of the chances haven't paid off, really. I mean, you know, uh, I got Kalen Balaj all over the place. Oh. I've dropped him from all my teams. Naheem they Hines just is, won't give him carries. And Naheem Hines has kind of faltered back. Ronald Jones didn't work out. Rashad Penny, a lot of those guys, none of the rookies really have worked out. Carrion Johnson, am I wrong? Carrion Johnson and Barkley, those are the only two. Um, Who am I missing? Rookie. Sony Michelle like got hurt, but he he like yeah. when he was in there he worked. Yeah, so true. and Marshawn Lynch, you know, I could throw up air quotes and say worked until he got hurt um, because people were taking him too. JHI didn't last. I mean, just so many of these guys. So I, I'm more interested in a guy with a role. Than I am uh, a just straight backup handcuff yeah, guy. Yeah, and still. it's all it's all a gamble. Sometimes you know, for every Corey Clement that I drafted, I also oh, would go yeah. out and have an Adrian Peterson though. So right, you, you know, it's like you just have or to. Or Chris Carson, you were a big Chris Carson guy. I wasn't. Yeah, so I mean, you he, just he's paid off. You go out and you take your chances, and you're going to swing and miss on them. And sometimes it works, sometimes they don't. Uh, speaking, you of, can hand you can handcuff uh, Dion Lewis with Derrick Henry, and they can both be losers. How about they, they that? They could both disappoint you. Uh, speaking of swinging and missing, that's what the uh, trade deadlines tend to be. 
This year, I thought there were some pretty good swings and contact made because we had two pretty big fantasy trades that went down, uh, at least fantasy implicated trades. I like your baseball analogy in the football segment. I yeah, like it. So I try to do throw a little baseball, maybe uh, throw a little curveball in there, do you? Yeah, get a little basketball reference that. in here soon. Be on the lookout for that. If you find it, take a drink, uh, eat some of that, <laughs> eat some of your kids' candy, whatever you got to do when it makes you feel good. Um, we had two big trades go down. Number one, and maybe the biggest fantasy implication was the team that um, took away the player was the Denver Broncos traded Demarius Thomas to the Houston Texans. And what that ended up doing, of course, was opening up a spot for Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton available now in zero leagues, absolutely zero leagues. <laughs> I He was available in one league that I was in, put the claim in, did not get him, did not get him. But I already had him in two other leagues, so... That worked out for me to get a theoretical wide receiver, too. Um, his value boosts up. Demarius Thomas goes to the Texans as Will Fuller is out, and now he plays beside DeAndre Hopkins, which, by the way, did you see DeAndre Hopkins' Halloween costume? Oh, wow. Did you? That seemed like it took forever. He dressed as one of the blue things from um, Avatar. Yeah, Navi. Yeah. Is, what was it? Navi. You know that? How you yeah, know that? I know that. Uh, probably because it was on HBO like two days ago. You were watching it? It was on in the background. You I was watching other things. Sitting there like watching Summer Avatar later <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm paying attention to Avatar. Give me a break. No, but you had Summer you, you know what I, You yeah. know what I was doing. I was, uh, I was taking it to the hub. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that, Take it to the hub. Isn't there like a, a parody of Avatar there? Oh, you know what? I have no idea. I'll have to uh, do some research. Get back to you. Thinking of some names. They, I got, I'll let you know. I got a few names. I got a few names. Avatar season. I got some uh, some ideas what could be that. <laughs> Avatar season. But DeAndre Hopkins dressed as one of those blue creatures, and he looked like a spitting image. No way that was less than four hours. That was like movie makeup. He looked like um he looked like uh, Mystique. In the new X-Men, he looked at Jennifer Lawrence as, like, actually, Bogman, I think the makeup artist did a better job on DeAndre Hopkins than they do on Jennifer Lawrence in the X-Men movies. Um, I don't know. I, I, I would stare at I'm Jennifer not, Lawrence way longer. I'm not comparing. I'll tell you what I will put on in the background anytime it's on is that stupid Passengers movie. I don't know what that is. Have you seen that? No. It's a Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence and... There, it's a sci-fi movie. Oh, there that's in space. The, the space one. Why is that good? Yeah, or just because Jennifer? Yeah, Lawrence? it's it's all right. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence though in the yeah. background. Eh, I mean, internet. Yeah. internet would do you better. I, you know, well, I want to see, I wanna see the but, um, what is it? The red, the sparrow, red sparrow. What with Jennifer Lawrence? You heard? That? Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, what? like I'm sparrow. Crazy. What do you? Well, I, you know, you said the sparrow. I'm thinking that's what they called the uh, guy in Game of Thrones. I'm like, what are you talking about this old man for? And uh, you're talking you about the Russian movie. Game of Thrones. So, I'm not talking about Game yeah. of Thrones. I'm talking about Jennifer Lawrence. What is that? Well, I don't hear the word sparrow a bunch. So, and I remember them calling him the High Sparrow. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess. But no, Jennifer Lawrence is a. Uh, She's a piece in uh, The Red Sparrow. I'd be interested in seeing mm-hmm. what's going on with that movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. Those Russian agents were used uh, as something specific. I want to see it. Yeah. It well, did you ever it. watch that? Uh, what's that? Um, the Americans? Do you ever see that one? Is that the... No, it's the one... That's the show. Yeah, on, on uh, FX. The Felicity's on it, right. Never watched it, but everyone said it was amazing. Yeah, I need to see that. I haven't seen it. <laughs> like you asked me, you're like, you seen this? I'm like, nope. You're like, yeah, me. You seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you gotten to making a murderer yet? Come yeah, on. I did. I'm in like episode two. I'm in like 20 minutes in episode two. That lady has super white teeth. 
Like <laughs> I told you, they're the whitest teeth I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they look, do not fit her face either, do they? It looks like they just put domino pieces in her mouth. Like that's what they look like <laughs> without the black spots on them. Uh, that's all that I they look. They like. got the three, four pieces right up front in her grills. Yeah, so. they're the biggest, whitest teeth I've ever seen in my life. Regardless, <laughs> got De- double sixes. DeAndre got double sixes exactly. DeAndre Hopkins, the most elaborate Halloween costume I've ever seen in my life. Must have cost him thousands of dollars. Must be great to be an athlete to waste all of your money on a costume like that. I mean, it's embarrassing to look at, but he did that, and he can do that because he's a superstar <laughs> athlete. And John, and uh, Demarius Thomas is probably like, oh, I'm coming to join this. He is going to have similar value, Demarius Thomas. You know, Deshaun Watson is a yeah. much, much better Loud. quarterback oh. than Case Keenum, but they just have not found their footing. To be honest with you, Demarius Thomas could actually see a boost from what he was doing in Denver but Cortland Sutton moves from, you know, a wide receiver five to a theoretical wide receiver two, a low end wide receiver two, yeah. maybe high end wide receiver three at this point. Yeah, because the Broncos are going to be losing in most of their games. You would assume the defense is not good and um, they're going to have to play catch up. And to be honest, it probably raises Deshaun Hamilton up a little bit as well because he's going to be the yeah. number three option in Denver as well. Yeah, it's an interesting place. So, I mean, that was not a trade. I mean, we expected because we know Demarius Thomas was on the trade dead, dead uh, the trade block, but like I don't know the NFL just I never think trades I never do you know I mean well it's never happened it's like me and fantasy me and you and fantasy is how many <laughs> trades go down in the NFL right yeah it's not not many so no. um, I'm like uh, I'm like the Browns office over here like I just have no one to answer the phone for me <laughs> so well, it's like hey you want to do this trade. Yeah, I'll look at it, and then I just always I, I forget every time. Yeah, I'm see, the worst trade partner ever. Well, see, mine is like people want to like talk, like, "Hey, what do you think? Uh, what are you looking for?" I don't know. Just send me something, and I'll tell you how <laughs> bad it is or how semi interested I am. Like, all right, well, I'm interested in this guy. Uh, think of what you want. I can't. You just are you allowed to get offended if you say, "Look, just send me something." Can you then get offended? What do you mean? Like, uh, should you be allowed to be offended if someone says, what are you looking for? And you say, I have no idea. Send me an offer. And then they send you a crappy offer. Are you allowed to be oh. offended? Or uh, can you say, all right, you know what? Okay, how about a real one now? Um, you know? Yes, you are absolutely allowed. Uh, I'm just saying offers, if you're not going to put the work in, can you be offended by a terrible offer? Yes, absolutely you can. Okay. That's not even a question to me. Because if I'm telling... I mean, maybe you and I are specific situation. We're super busy. We're doing a thousand super, super famous and important. We have so much yeah. going on. I don't have time super to go famous. through all of this. So if and if I do, I will, by the way. But if I say, I, you know, just send me something, send me what you're thinking. And then you send me, you know, Amari Cooper for Todd Gurley. I think you are uh, an M effing A and Whoa. you're. And you're a C, and Whoa. I want. Whoa, you're a cancer. Yeah. T- when that's when exactly. is the cancer's birthday? I forget. Aren't they the crab, the cancer? Um, I don't know. August. I don't know. I don't know. Pogman. I don't know. <laughs> Zodiac. How you knew all these things. No, I know what. You believe I am. in all the ghosts and everything, so don't you know all the astrological signs as I, well? I know most of. You're the one who's just telling me a ghost story. You're all like, "Ooh, check this ghost story out," and you tell me, and I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah." I was like, "Ooh, hide in your bedroom." Well, <laughs> I have a ghost story for you. <laughs> Ooh, super scary. I don't even know what we were just talking about. 
What were you just talking um, about? Oh, I, don't know. I lost no. track. If you, <laughs> of course we did, because it's chaotic. <laughs> if you send an offensive trade like that, you must have just sent me a trade offer because I can't remember what we were just talking about. You're a scumbag. And that, at least what that has done, though, is that tells me I don't need to continue your conversation. If I say, hey, listen, send something that you think and then you send something that's within reason, then we can talk and we can work from there. I could be like, no, we're not really close or I'm going to need this or this. But if you send something so offensive, eh, you know, go jump off a bridge. This is what I usually do. I usually do the bit where I say, "Okay." I want to get this from you. I'm willing to give up this. I know this isn't enough. So you tell me what I need to add on top to get this deal Maybe done. Maybe I'm alone. And then, Sometimes I don't know. And then I get offended. So, yeah, that's that. true. Sometimes I'm not even sure. That's why I've got to see, like, what's in the realm of possibility? Like, let me know. Because sometimes I'm not in the mode of, like, oh, i got to fix all these things. So uh, interesting conversation. We'll kind of keep at it. So don't go anywhere. we got a whole bunch more to cover. It's Bogman. It's the Welsh. I promise you, no trade no trade offers during the break. So Bogman will remember, and I won't get triggered. It's Bogman and Welsh in this league. We'll be back. to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. In this league. Oh, I remember. I love In this league. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. If you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports, but you are sick of dealing with professionals like Bogman and myself using algorithms, these aren't the smart ones, unfortunately, but there are smart people using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries you, my friend, need to try the Props Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups, ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches, and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you're going to receive a 50% deposit bonus. No more dealing with those late lineup scratches, no experts to compete against, just you and the prop that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign-up. Choose the matchups using the Props Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. What's the promo code, Bogman? FNTSY. There you go. I was just seeing if you're there. Just seeing, seeing yeah, if you I were mean, too busy. I was not paying I, like, tuned out. I yeah. was looking at my phone and stuff. Yeah. Was not paying attention, but I figured I'd just repeat the last thing you said, Just and uh, I was good to go. Uh, what's the site? Uh, FNTSY. Nope. What's the site you got to go to for the props builder tool? Nope. <laughs> Come on. Nope. These are our sponsors. 
Yeah. Well, you, then you shouldn't put me on the spot. I mean, <laughs> plan. You read. You read the spots. Everything. I'm looking up stats for what we're about to talk about, and uh, and then you read the spots, and then you put me on the spot. That's not a very nice thing to do. Blank. Blank. Dot. Ag. Yeah. Yep. What is mybookie.ag. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you you pulled up the script, didn't you? I did not. <laughs> oh, I, I don't not. believe you. I don't believe you. No, no, I've heard. I mean, we do do the show every week, so uh, you help me out a little bit, and I can get through it. You blindside me like the jerk you are. I'm so sorry that I you're blindsided like those you. People that that you're like those people that offer the horrible trades and then go what? What are you talking about? I asked you what I what I literally said. Hey, what I say four seconds ago, and you're like, I, I don't told know. you I wasn't <laughs> paying attention to. You. Too busy looking I'm at Dusty's horrible trades. Time. Are you too busy you looking say? at Dusty's horrible trades? Yes, yes. I'm true. I'm too busy trying to get Todd Gurley for uh, Carmelo Anthony in three sports. So. Are you really? No. Oh, okay. I mean, no. that would be See, dusty. I wouldn't be one of those people yeah. that offer the horrible Did trade. you You know, I did a trade. Well, we didn't even talk about this. There's still so much to get to. I can't even tell you what we talked about uh, a segment ago. I don't even know what we did. Look at that. But um, you blame me for stuff. I did a trade that led up to the 49ers Oakland Raiders game. Like I pulled off one of those trades where I was like, this has to get done in the next 15 minutes. Yeah, I or, hope you traded for Nick Mullins. <sighs> I, dude, I wish I, you know who I started? I started Derek Carr in a league. I wish I had started <laughs> Nick Mullins. I wish I had started he Nick Mullins. He was only sacked, sacked seven times. I mean, who had all the, the sacks? We're going to talk about that. Who uh, Karen got in there. Cassius Marsh, two and a half sacks. Look at that. I like that. Love the name too. I right, Cassius. I would like to name uh, a child, which I'm not going to have a third child, but if I did, I would want to name him Cassius. I mean, if you get a if you have a third child, I'll quit everything. <laughs> I'm going to need to do more. Uh, I can't dude, have you dude. quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm an earner for your third child is what you're saying. <laughs> you're Bogman, I'm going to become a dependent of you. You're going to put me on your taxes <laughs> as a dependent. Uh but no, so I did this trade. I the the lineup I had uh, we talked about this with Tyler Irvin you know I had to get like I had to pick up guys like Tyler Irvin or whatever mm. I had to trade for this is how bad the league was but think of the strategy of what I did I had Tyler Irvin and Alfred Morris as my starters I went to the team I was playing in a keeper who is out of it I got their Doug Martin and took away their starting running back so we had a, a I, I didn't score a ton, but in the projections, we had about a 17-point um, jump because it was what I gained of his and what he lost, and he had no viable option. So I'm just trying to stay alive, and I traded for Doug Martin. Like, Look, that's where I'm what at. I, I want anybody else to tweet us at, is it the Welsh, at Bogman Sports, if you traded for a Raider this week. If you traded for a Raider this week, mm. I want to know about it because I don't. I think you may be the only person in America that traded for a Raider this week. Well, I think there. I think I know what you're saying, but I think a lot yeah. of people were in the similar situation with six bye weeks. Everybody was gone. I went out. Do you remember last week where you, I was like, so you Dude, think there's a bunch of trades for Doug Martin this week? I don't know if there are a ton, but maybe more Jalen Richard. But, dude, we were he talking had about 69 this. 69 yards. I, nice. I had to, uh, I got all excited about putting a waiver claim on Josh Adams because I was like, oh, Josh Adams, I need him. He's had a bye week this week. I picked him up for this week, and then I was like, oh, crap. He's on a bye week. <laughs> it doesn't even help me. Uh, the trade deadline. 
Did we even talk about the trade deadline? I legit don't even know. Uh, yeah, we, uh, no, not really. I don't remember. Okay. I can't remember what you asked me two seconds ago. What, what's happening? You asking me with the memory you stuff. Need the Are you g- kidding me? Ginkgo biloba. Is that what it's called? You can't remember what it's called. Well, that's a difficult name. Ginkgo biloba? Yeah. Ginkgo biloba, yeah. Okay, well, so I got that right. Okay, we need some, we both need some of that. It's like we recorded the first two segments and came back a day later to do the you, next Dude, segments. you could probably, <laughs> you could probably, uh, I forgot what you you tripped me up. <laughs> I that got joke. you good with that. <laughs> you one. got me pretty good. On that one. <laughs> I got you good. It's totally we totally didn't do the first two segments uh, and come yikes. back a day later. That's not what happened at all. But um, you know what? Here's the deal with the trade deadline: is we've broken it down twice. We've broken it down in the more instant reaction stuff. I think um, on the fantasy black book, and then. We had a little bit more time to sit on it and go kind of in depth over at in this league on the fantasy football podcast. So if you guys want to listen, you still got some time. You can, um, you know, go through it. But at the end of the day, the guys that, you know, have the biggest effect for this coming week, it's, it's like, like Cortland, Cortland Sutton is where our eyes are at the most. Thomas and Tate, we want to maintain value. Kenny Galladay, we want to see if he come, becomes a true number one. But Cortland Sutton, of all the players, whether it was uh, a guy traded or, you know, given opportunity, he's the number one stunner here. He's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Cortland Sutton uh, gets the biggest boost. And I don't know if you saw Chris Harris, the cornerback for the Broncos. Not the podcast host. And not not the podcast. That'd host. be a no, crutch different joke. Chris Harris. There's yeah. other Chris Harris's. Um, <laughs> th- this one uh, for the Broncos said, I can't believe that Cortland Sutton didn't go in the top 10. He's that talented. So, you know, I know Chris Harris isn't a scout or anything, but he's got to go up against the dude every day in practice. So uh, wait, pretty, Chris, uh, Harris, nice, wait, Chris uh, Harris is a scout, but he's just not the same person we're talking about here. Yeah, not the same person. Not Harris so, football. Boy, I tell you, you are just trying to mess me up this episode. You're trying to put me in this, the spin cycle over here. And <laughs> just see where we can go here. We're going to have fun. We're going to have some fun here. <laughs> That's all, we're all one of the us board is here. having fun. One of us is confused. Not really. I feel like an old man right now. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of it. We got to spend time together last night, too. Like, yeah, we were uh, first pitch Arizona, by the way, we'll talk about the, the Thursday night game in a second. But first pitch uh, Arizona baseball HQ's thing is out here and all of our buddies like Eno and Spore or guy Sammy Reed. And I was with uh, I was with uh, Rob Silver and uh, Sammy Reed. And we were up in the, the right field over at Scottsdale Stadium, the whole first pitch crew. And um, and Sammy's asking about Bogman. He's like, oh, Bogman, we, where, where's Bogman at? And I'm like, oh, he's coming. He's going to be down here. And, and, and he's like, oh, OK, yeah, it's no big deal. I mean, you guys do a show together. And I was like, dude, I see Bogman almost as much as you see Bogman. Sammy. <laughs> I'm like, Bogman and I talk every single day. We do shows. We also complain and bitch to each other about all this stuff. So we talk every single day. But the amount we actually spend time is it's just few and far between overall. But we got to I was explaining that to our guy, Jesse. And, and he, uh, I was like I was showing him on the map. I'm like, OK, this is where I live. Uh-huh. And this is where the Welsh lives. So it may as well be a different city. Yeah. It may as well be different states. Yeah, I mean, seriously, like I could just go live in L.A. and it would be about the same difference. We'd see each Pretty other close. about the same much. But yeah, we got to we'd hang see, out. We see each other two fewer times a year. We got to because drink. We just wouldn't see each other. Yeah. And now I'm just uh, I'm kind of like I'm jazzed up. We hung out. So I get to, I got a mess with you. Yeah, you all. I mean, it's working. So yeah. So while we're at the game, uh, and this is the perfect segue here. So we're up. Everyone's talking baseball. You know, you got like Trisha Cockcroft and Steve Gardner, and everyone's up there. And Bogman goes Welsh. 
Nick Mullins, buck 94 and two touchdowns. And I'm like, what? Squeeze me? Because there's nothing I want to do than to completely avoid a nationally televised 49er game as my team. I'd rather go watch the Arizona Fall League. And that's what I did. And you were so dialed in to the game. And you were so excited to tell me about Nick Mullins. And he ended the day, I, in complete shock, the 49ers absolutely mud stomp, which apparently I say a lot and can't say it correct right then. Uh, the Oakland Raiders 34-3. to And out of nowhere, Nick Mullins... 16 for 22, 262, three touchdowns, uh, a clean slate. I think he had a fumble, but it wasn't lost. No sacks, no picks. Looked like Steve Young out there. He beat them so bad. He beat the Raiders so bad that they gave him a blue check mark on his Twitter halfway through the game. <laughs> At halftime, he got a blue check mark. They're like, yep, that's the guy. That's the guy stomping a hole in, in the Raiders right now. So well, okay, uh, that, okay. I, that was really interesting. How many? First off, where did he go to college? Southern Miss. Uh, Brett Favre was talking him up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bit. Well, they had uh, like after the game when they all meet, uh, they had Brett Favre on the phone. They're like, uh, they're like, do you know who this guy is, Brett? He's like, of course I do. He broke all my records at Southern Miss, and you know Mullins is playing it off. He's like, well, we throw way more than you guys used to. So like, uh, Brett, yeah. don't turn on the video feature on your phone, please. We know what happens. <laughs> How many followers on Twitter do you think Nick Mullins has? Uh, I don't know, twenty thousand. He has thirty thousand. That is shocking to me. That he has that many, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a Ford Anders fan. I didn't I know who Nick Mullins was. Thousand of those last night. I didn't know who Nick Mullins was until Thursday morning. <laughs> I had never heard of him. I'd never heard of Nick Mullins. I don't know who this guy is. And you I'm don't shocked. remember the backfield of Nick Mullins and Ito Smith at Southern Miss? No, not How one dare bit. You? Like I, when I was expecting to go look at the blue check mark to see like four thousand followers maximum. I do like that he wears number four. By the way, probably in honor of Brett Favre. <laughs> oh, I mean, I I just wish he could wear 24. Ugh. I would like to be honest that that bothers me too. Like the quarterbacks wearing the weird numbers in college bothers it just me. doesn't anymore for you because you just think of me. But yeah, but it doesn't bother me nearly as much as it bothers you. So that's no, why but you I like get it. joy out of it now. That's the problem. It's all well, joy. For I, you. It's like the quarterback numbers still bother me. Everybody else like, uh, you know, uh, I love it when a linebacker wears number one, when a corner wears number four, all that stuff. Like, I like all that stuff because I know it bothers you. But my favorite one is the kickers wearing number 99. Stupid dude. Love dude, I, last night when we were at the, or two <laughs> nights ago when we were at the game, uh, there was a Phillies pitcher in the AFL that wore number two. And I, like, as soon as I saw him with the two, I was like, what a loser. Like, I just started, like, getting <laughs> mad at him. Who was the uh, Kyle Drabeck, wasn't it, for the yeah. Blue Jays? Who, number, like, six. number six. Or yeah. whatever. Just yeah. son of a, oh, man. <laughs> All those Blue Jays guys doing that. I hate it. Kyle Drabeck. Uh, guess what? Guess who's not in the uh, in Major League Baseball anymore? Oh. Kyle Drabeck. Oh, it's because he wore number six? Maybe if he was 16. Better career. Oh, I see. Yeah. It, Maybe. Uh, numbers. That's yeah. right. One number less distracting to hitters. They got more time to focus on your hand. It's Not like the number. a fat guy can't wear the jersey of a solo number dude. You know, I th- I'm i pretty sure that's point. the rule. Like, if you're a big fat dude, you got to wear like a defensive lineman or, or horizontal or a, stripes. Yeah. <laughs> a defensive lineman's number or offensive lineman's number. Like, I can't show up wearing Antonio Brown's jersey. It's just not going to make any sense. You know, as someone that is large, I, I ask myself sometimes, 
Like self. Why do I ever go and wear anything but black? Like I'm just life is better when I wear black and then I'll wear it a lot and I'm like, I should probably like change something up. It's not worth it. You don't it's want not people calling it. you fat Johnny Cash. That's probably why. I'll, that's better than wearing uh, stripes or yellow. <laughs> yellow. So when do you wear? I mean, I wear yellow because it's you know Steelers colors, but yellow bumblebee. I try not to leave the house when I'm doing it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, mouse fart in the game. Seven carries, 86 yards and a touchdown. And then he got hurt. One and- arm in two different spots. <laughs> Didn't see it. Not gonna see it. Instant block. It- Bad. As warning, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. I saw, of the I saw a freeze frame of it, and I went. Uh, is this Halloween? That's not supposed to God. be like that. That's fake. So uh, mouse fart should be done, and uh, he was looking good. 52 yard run in the game, only seven carries, but he was uh, he was doing what Matt Breda did. So now they're got to go back to square one, where Alfred Morris will have some little role. But Matt Breda, if he can stay healthy, I mean, it, he's the guy. Like, he is the guy to run with moving forward. And it's funny, because didn't you and I have this whole, like, Doug Martin versus Breida kind of conversation? Or I think I was asked about, oh, you know what? No, no, somebody asked me about a trade. I think it was our guy Greg from OfficialFantasyRings.com, where it was the theoretical trade was trading Breida to get Latavius Murray. Like, who do you like rest of year? And I was like, well, is the best player here. It's yeah. not even close. Yeah, I remember mentioning that uh, the other day. I can't remember what show it was on, but I was asked between Morris and Moster and Breed, and I said Breed is just the best guy left. So yeah. that's the guy that I would go with. And they like him, but for whatever reason, they just are mixing it all up. The shoulder injury. I think the shoulder injury for Breed has caused a lot of the mixing yeah. you know, of all these players. They don't want to overload him or anything, but the more healthy he gets, and now that Moster's out, I'm sure they're going to bring someone else in. But uh, I think Breed is going to be the guy moving forward. I do like that this was going to be the Dante Pettis game, and he had zero targets in the game. <laughs> <laughs> they did nothing. Dude, did you see the one-handed snag by George Kittle? I did. Ooh, He's amazing. That looks pretty. George Kittle is amazing. That looks pretty. And Richie James from Middle Tennessee, the Welsh. Looking oh, pretty it? good. Why do I want to say Washington? Uh, Washington, that's, Dante that's Pettis. where Dante Pettis is from. That's Dante right. Pettis. No respect for right. Richie James. I'm, I apologize. The <laughs> five foot nine uh, Richie James. So to your point, though, I mean, we've only got about a minute, and that's just enough time, maybe about 45 more seconds than we should give to the Raiders. Uh, I would be interested if anyone actually did acquire a Raider, but from top to bottom, it was a disappointment across the board. I mean, Jalen Richard was the leading receiver, four catches, 45 yards. He did nothing in the rushing game. Doug Martin was probably the best fantasy asset, I guess, and uh, no Martavis Bryant, no Jordy Nelson, uh, the garbage. They, and they got just absolutely dominated by the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, I started Seth Roberts in a couple spots just because I thought the you know, target volume was pretty big last week, and uh, he only got two targets and one catch. So I'm uh, pretty disappointed with the Raiders' overall performance. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what the hell John Gruden is talking about when he says there's people that want to come play for this team. I, Why would you? No, there's not. I mean, yeah, guys that uh, like the guys that are getting contacted by the XFL. That's it. <laughs> like, I think that no, should be a different. I'd rather go with the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a differentiation when he says that. Like, yeah, yeah sure. There's. I, I would like to play for the Raiders if I could get money for that. Are right, there actually right. good players that would like to play for the Raiders? And ooh, John Gruden tampering if those are good players that are oh, on other teams. Oh, yeah. Should yeah, we be exploring tampering, tampering charges on uh, John Gruden? 
How about Le'Veon Bell? How about he goes to the Raiders? That wouldn't that perfect be like fit. a perfect punishment for all the the fantasy players that he hurt this year? Wind um, up in Oakland. Think of all the first round picks the Niners or the uh, Steelers could have got too. What a God. shame they didn't make that happen. All right, yeah. uh, don't go anywhere. There's two hours left. It's Bogman. It is Welsh. We're gonna be covering a ton DFS Week Nine and more. So sit right there, sit tight. We'll be back. It's in this one.